0: Chalashin for halas, Want to bry or fine dine? Stay tuned to High FM on 101.9. Join Adrian Bagatti for essen Fresen Tuesday mornings from 11am, where it's all about the food.
1: Pesach Editions of essen Fresen is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, The best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. And good morning uh, welcome, I'm Adrian. And we've all survived the uncertainty and the stress of yesterday's proposed shutdown. And today is Human Rights Day. And while yesterday our rights were mildly violated, we as Jews are used to this gross violation happening throughout our history. In three weeks' time, we celebrate the restoration of a basic human right, the right to our freedom, our release from slavery and from Egypt. We've begun our countdown And some have even begun their Pesach preparations. Thank you, Lindy Foreman. Please complete your purchases for all disposables this week and continue buying your Pesach food items. That includes eggs, horseradish, which you can store in or out of the fridge as long as they're breathing well. Kosher for Pesach, cream and cream cheese, cottage cheese, milk and butter are all available already, so just wrap them up and... Put them in your freezer. Look at, at the Pick and Pay Pesach Kosher Guide for your pet foods and other purchases this week, like hamster, rabbit, dog, and cat food. Confirm all your pre-Pesach appointments and reschedule all mil- extra murals or lessons. Write down on your calendar when you would like to change over your cook- kitchen to start cooking. And then continue cataloguing its- any new items that you have bought consider looking through the Pick and Pay guide for your cleaning section as well as the medication section. It's a very useful little booklet and it is free. So while a lot of people have developed the custom to have their carpets cleaned and their curtains too, it's not actually necessary unless you're planning to eat from the carpet or haven't swept up in a while. But it's a good time to do it because we're turning our house upside down anyway looking for comets. We might as well get everything properly cleaned at the same time. The problem with this is it does put a bit of financial stress on a lot of people because for some reason we all forget to budget for it. So if it doesn't get done, just make sure everything is clean. Now for those moms who are stressing over what to serve their family once you've changed over, please remember the kidney ought. It's not chomets. And depending on your medhag, please remember to ask your rabbi, you can still serve and cook rice, fresh beans, fresh peas, and other things that are ot right up until the night before Pesach. So as long as it's kosher Pesach le- ot, they're fine for your meals leading up to the Seder. Some people hold that you should have a separate pot for the kidney ot if you're Ashkenazi and not svodi. Um, Others say that you can use your normal pots They just need to be washed very well And make sure that there's no kidney inside Some leave for 24 hours, some for 12 hours I found a lot of different opinions on this Mine is that I've always had one meat pot Because we have meat And that's washed well before Pesach And then put away the Pesach Editions of the and fressen Show is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot.
0: Whether you are chalishing for chalas or wanting to braai or fine dine,
1: this is and fressen with Adrian Bugatti. It's all about the food. The Pesach Editions of the Essen-Fressen sh- is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. So I was saying that, you know, I have a little pot that I keep separately for kidney yort. So I just wanted to give a small explanation of the kidney yacht and where the problem comes in. So kidney yort actually means legumes. So your beans, your peas, that kind of thing. But they're not actually chomets. The problem is that they can be mistaken for chomets and they can be made um, into flour. As we know, chickpea flour is quite a common flour to use. So the Ashkenazim have been, we don't eat it, but the Sephardim Beit Yosef does allow it. Now, there are some authorities that are unsure, you know, that say that kidney or derivatives may not be used, and some that say they can. In certain cases, the in allow kidney or derivatives, such as sunflower oil. But there are people who follow the much stricter rules and will not use any sunflower products. So that's something important. Now, a dinner idea for the night before Pesach moms. Um, and it's a great way to get rid of your final rice. And that's egg fried rice with chicken. Um, it's a great pre-Pesach dinner. And it's a way to avoid the chaos of the kosher restaurants, which are all getting ready for, you know, to get rid of their stock and everybody is there buying because they also don't want to cook for supper. They're too busy focusing on the seders and shabbas, which is the way it normally is. The truth is that I can't stand that. I don't like going or ordering the night before because even a takeout order can take you two hours and I generally only wake up at the last second to remember that I've got to make supper for the family. So the egg fried rice is great. You boil up your rice, you add your, your fried eggs, you cut up some cooked chicken, you add that up and fry it and you serve it. And everybody enjoys it. It's cheaper than takeout. And you haven't made your house trafe. You haven't had to worry about one of the small ones taking the pizza off into one of the bedrooms where you've just cleaned. Um, just makes life a lot easier from my point of view. Now, I am always on the lookout for saving money without compromising the food quality. And this is why I buy as much fresh produce as possible. And that includes my meat, which I turn into cold meat rather than buying. Now, I do this actually during the year as well. The less processed, the better. I do buy processed meat. I'm not saying I'm an angel. I buy my sausages and my hot dogs and my Viennas and all those kind of things for the light meals. And, you know, over Pesach, it's also good to have them in a pot. People can help themselves while you're busy. Nobody has to ask you for stuff. So that's, you know, uh, an important thing. Hopefully everybody has their green list downloaded. And the things that don't require you, your kosher Pesach extra, um, you can get them now. Then when, you know, when choosing milk or bread and that, Kojula Pesach is always better. That is without a doubt. But if you cannot get it, if it runs out or something, then fresh milk, please not long life, can be and butter can both be bought before Pesach, put in your freezer, and kept until Pesach. You cannot buy the normal milk during Pesach and use it. It needs to be bought beforehand. So that's an important thing. Um, and we're lucky. It is in the Pesach guide, by the way. For those of you who want to know, it does give you a bit of a list there. Um, and that's a great thing. Now, 30 years ago, everything was pretty much made with synthetic MSG. And I see this video. in the uh, kidney or kidney or derivatives, MSG is listed as a kidney or and kidney or derivative. So we used to get, and I think you still do, and it's not listed as kidney or, is um, the soup powders and the stock powders will have MSG in them. And that is the reason I started making pretty much everything from scratch. Uh, we discovered that I am allergic to synthetic MSG. Now, the reason I say synthetic MSG is because a lot of foods actually have MSG in them naturally. So I use, learned to make my own tomato sauce, my own cold meats, all my herrings, all my gravies. Everything was made from scratch to avoid having to suffer through a migraine. Um, now, I no longer make my own tomato sauce or tomato puree. It's just it was too much work. It's three kilos of tomatoes and it takes hours so i'm making in bulk it is a little expensive buying the ready-made tomato sauce in a bottle but if you're on your own it's definitely cheaper because making three kilos of tomato puree down to one liter or one kilo it's not really worth your while it does freeze but it doesn't taste as good when it's been frozen so that's an important thing I just want to remind people that if you'd like to share your budget Pesach ideas, your favorite recipes, or if there's ingredients you want to know more about, you can send us an SMS on 34519. SMSs are charged at 1RAM50. You can send a telegram on 10618951019 or email us at info at com. Now, before I get into the food recipe and recipes, I just want to give a little explanation about some of the food that we drink and drink that we have over the Passover Seder. And the first few things we've got to realize is that some are Torah mitzvahs and some are rabbinical mitzvahs. So the first Torah mitzvahs, obviously, is talking about the Exodus. It's the reciting of your Seder. And everybody does that differently. And in my family, we read, each person takes a chance to read a little section so that everybody's involved in the retelling of the story. The second Torah mitzvah is the eating of matzah. And that is to remind us that the women didn't have time to let their bread rise overnight and then bake it. They had to carry the dough into the desert and the desert, uh, the heat of the desert baked it flat. And that is where the matzah started. So there are a number of rabbinical mitzvot that we must also include in our seder. And the first is the drinking of the four cups of wine or grape juice. Now, I found different opinions regarding how much wine you need to drink and whether you're allowed to drink grape juice or all those kind of things, because as we say, two Jews, three opinions. So the first was Chabad, which was 86 mils of wine. And then Star K wanted you with five fluid ounces, which it worked out to about 150 mils of wine. And they also prefer pure wine and not grape juice. There was a suggestion that if you mix the two together, there must be more wine than grape juice or the wine percentage needs to be stronger so that you still get your wine. Now, in the Pesach guide, thankfully, they've chosen the 86 mils, which makes life a little easier. Although if you're buying new glasses for your wine, you will find a little bit tough um, to find. You can get them. They are, I think, just under 100 mils or 90 fluid ounces. So um, so you need to just check that. Uh, not 90, sorry, um, three, three or four fluid ounces, but it's about 90 mils. Then, if you are diabetic please make sure that you take care of yourself because Jewish law, your health comes first. So you need to speak to your rabbi, you need to speak to your doctor. Try and find reduced sugar, grape juice, and also if you need to adjust your insulin to account for the amount of alcohol you'll be drinking. The Pesach editions of the Essen Fresen is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot.
0: Whether you are chalishing for chalas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fresen with Adrian Bargatti. It's all about the food.
1: The Pesach editions of the Essen Fresen is brought to you by Pick and Pay Norwood Hypermarket. The best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. Now we were talking about what is needed at the Seder. So after your grape juice is eating your bitter herbs. Now, the maror has changed over the years. I grew up eating parsley. Disgusting stuff. Um, But in those days, I also was not kosher, and the parsley was rinsed but never checked, and it was the old curly leaf parsley. We are grateful to be able to use romaine lettuce, which is a nice big flat leaf lettuce, easy to clean, easy to check. Pure horseradish. Now, that's for a couple of my members of my family who actually don't mind the bitter horseradish. And what I do is I take a peeler and I just peel strips and put it in the dish for them. And the other thing that you can get is chicory. You can buy dandelion greens. You can even get clover if you can find it. Other bitter options are obviously the parsley. Now, um, I would suggest the flat leaf parsley as the curly one, like I said, is a nightmare to check. Endives, I haven't seen those in South Africa in a while Spring onion or celery Which also develops quite a bitter taste Then the next uh, rabbinical mitzvah is Reciting hello after benching Sorry, hello after benching Eating your afikoman to finish off your meal That is the hardest part of this seder meal I think is that last piece of matzah Because we've all eaten too much before And then obviously demonstrating our freedom by leaning as we eat, the same way the kings of the past used to eat. Eggs in salt water, very important. Eggs play an important role in Jewish culture. um, And the salt water obviously is the suffering in Egypt. So depending on your culture, the eggs are cooked differently. Now Ashkenazi homes... We generally just straight-up plain boiled eggs, and then we serve them in the salt water. Some people serve it with a little bit of chopped onion for the bitterness. But the Sephardi community have a dish called havas hamina dos. Sorry, i probably messed that all up. Okay, basically it's eggs that have been cooked, uncovered for long hours, with onion skins, peppercorn, and a pinch of salt, and then a layer of olive oil on top. And what happens is the nice whites turn like a light tan shade. Um, That's usually from the onion skin, the brown onion skin. And then the egg yolks use their lose their bright color and they take on a creamy texture. So depending on your various traditions, the hamainidos are also cooked with vinegar and saffron, coffee grounds, and all purple onion skins in the water. Believe it or not, the purple onion skins are going to turn your eggs blue, just so you know. Now, over the next three weeks, I'm going to share some easy Pesach recipes with you. And all the ingredients are available for Pesach at Pick and Pay store. Um, You will find them in the Pick and Pay brochure that went out now. So we have a look at that. And I will go into more detail about our Seder Plates. So this week I'm focusing on the following items in the pick-and-pay brochure. horseradish, leeks, chicken, the mango juice. We will be using vinegar, olive oil, salt, black pepper, cinnamon, and paprika, which all come off that list and in that brochure. So the first recipe is my crane recipe. Now, the funny thing about the crane is I don't actually make it because I don't even eat it. But it is very, very well known in my family, and everybody else loves the crane, because how do you have um, your filter fish without your crane? Now we do not add beetroot as I find that the beetroot sort of kind of reduced the strength of the crane, and in a family that likes quite strong crane, it wasn't great. But you can always grate some cooked um, beetroot in if you would like. This recipe is made by my son and my husband, as I said, and it makes about 750 grams of crane. It is best stored in glass jars as plastic will take on the flavor of the horseradish and you will never get rid of this. Get that 750 moles of grams of crane going to cost you about 110 rand. And what I often do is put it into smaller jars and give as gifts to people over Pesach. So the crane recipe is from the pick and pay guide, three packets of horseradish because the horseradish is in, uh, 200 grams, uh, packages, 200 mils of vinegar, about three quarters of a cup, seven and a half mils of teaspoon of salt and 45 mils of sugar. Now these are all adjustable in, um, measurements because it's as you like your crane, more liquid, more pickled, more spicy. The pepper, which is the last ingredient, the stronger you want your horseradish, the more pepper you add. So we use about 15 mils of pepper and we use the white pepper, which is stronger than the black pepper. And remember to make this frame in a well-ventilated room when you're shredding or grating your horseradish because you will clear your sinuses really quickly with this stuff. You grate it. Into a big bowl, combine all your other ingredients together, mix it up, adjust your taste or your flavoring as you go, then put it into your glass jars and label and store. Now you can make this well in advance, so it will last a long time. The second recipe is a leek soup. It's one I learned years ago from a book called French Women Don't Get Fat. It's a very plain, very simple soup. I do sometimes add vegetable stock to it or chicken stock, and occasionally I will put potatoes if I need to bulk it up a little bit more. But it is a pure soup. So it serves four to six people as a main dish, but you can get eight to ten people if it's your starter. So it's a very economical dish. And working out on the cost based on the pick-and-pay brochure, it's a The amount of soup, whether you're serving four or ten from the same soup, is about 70 Rand. So we start with four packets of the leeks. You wash them, roughly chop them. You cover it with water, salt and pepper, olive oil, and lemon juice. Once again, there are no exact quantities. It depends on how much you're making and how the flavor adjusts as you go along. So thoroughly wash and check your leeks to remove all the dirt and, of course, bugs. And then roughly chop it and place it in a pot with just enough water to cover. No lid. Bring it all to boil and then turn down your heat and simmer for around 20 minutes. You're going to pour off the excess water, but you're going to keep it. Don't throw it away. You're going to blend your leeks as much as possible without the water. And you can add your water a little bit at a time until... It's the consistency that you want. Don't throw the water away yet. You season it to taste with your salt and pepper, put a little bit of olive oil and some lemon juice to brighten it up, so mix it up, have another taste, and when it is just right, then you can put it out for service. Any liquid that is left over is actually a great detox liquid. Now, we all complain over Pesach that we have eaten too much or we've put on weight. So this is a great way to keep your weight stable and to detox from all the food, extra junk food that we're eating and because we do eat extra junk food over Pesach. For some reason, we cannot resist buying the chocolates and the sweets and stuff that we wouldn't normally serve during the week. My last recipe is an old recipe that came out from pure laziness. Literally. It is a mango and chicken. It can be made in the oven or the slow cooker and it feeds about 12 to 14 people. What you do is two pieces of chicken per person or two to three whole chickens. It should come to around three kilos. A liter of mango juice, two cinnamon sticks and some salt and pepper to taste. The slow cooker method, if you have a slow cooker for pesa, is to cut the chicken into pieces, however many you want, and whatever you're not going to use, you save to make soup with. So like most people don't serve the wings. Wings, uh, they're great for making soup or barbecuing them or something like that to serve as a little starter if you really want. Um, Or a snack during the day. So that's what they're good for, but they make a beautiful, put enough of them in the soup and you will not need soup powder now at browning the chicken the reason why I do brown chicken is because when you do it in the slow cooker it kind of looks pale and anemic so it doesn't look very appetizing but it's not necessary my family will eat it either way place your chicken season with salt and pepper and you can use paprika if you'd like um, with a cup of mango juice two or three sticks of cinnamon in your cooker and set it, depending on how long you want to cook it on, low for six hours, auto for four hours, or on high for three hours. Now, I must admit, I'm, like I said, this recipe came out of laziness, so I don't cut up my chicken until it's cooked. It's much easier that way. Um, so I put the chickens whole. I'm lucky enough to have a slow cooker that can take my chickens whole. And, um, you put it in with your, all the other ingredients and cook it. Anything left over is perfect for a chicken mayonnaise, a chicken salad, or just a snack on matzah for the next day. When you've finished your chicken, you can remove it. You can take out the bones if you, or, or joint it if you, if you've cooked it whole, and arrange it in a deep oven-proof dish. You pour the looking, cooking liquid onto into a pot, and you're going to turn that into gravy. In a small bowl, mix some potato starch with cooking liquid until it's fairly thick and syrupy, and then add it to the meat the the liquid that is simmering on your stove. Stir it until it's sort of all thickened, and then pour it over your chicken, cover your chicken and put that in the warmer. Now, you can do this on the stove. Uh you just need to have it on a very very low heat and monitor that the chicken that's off the bottom. Doesn't burn from being in direct contact. So, but, and that's done it about also two to three hours is the perfect time to cook it. Your oven method is almost the same as doing it in the slow cooker. You put your pieces in your oven proof dish. You will need to increase the amount of liquid that you're using. So you're going to use as much mango juice as covers the chicken because you need a nice, decent amount of gravy. And then you cook it in the oven at one eighty until it is well cooked. This is usually about an hour, hour and a half, depending on how much chicken you're doing. Take it; you can take it the cover off and then just turn on the grill quickly just to brown the top of the um, chicken for use. And that's um, your three recipes for this week. If you would like to share your budget Pesach ideas, favorite recipes, or there's an ingredient you want to know more about, you can send an SMS to 34519. SMSs are charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send a telegram on 61 or email us at info at com. The Pesach Editions of the Essen Fresen Show is brought to you by Pick and Pay Norwood Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot.
0: Whether you are chalishing for chalas or wanting to bry or fine dine, this is Essen Fresen with Adrian Bugatti It's all about the food.
1: The Pesach Editions of Essen Fresen is brought to you by Pick and Pay Norwood Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. So earlier I talked about what ketniot was, that it was legumes and that certain derivatives are allowed. So what is actually, what is chametz? You know, um, everybody kind of knows it's bread, but what does it actually mean? So chametz is any products that are made from wheat, barley, rye, oats or spelt that has come into contact with water and has been allowed to ferment and rise which is why, you know, because the explanation is if matzah is flour and water, how are we not allow, how are we allowed to use it? So the matzah is made very strictly. It's 18 minutes cooking, and it cannot rise. If it starts to rise or goes over the 18-minute mark, that is not matzah for Pesach. So occasionally you will find in the shops, um, recusants do occasionally have uh, matzah that is not for Pesach, and it will say so on the box. So the Torah forbids the consumption of chametz on Pesach. In it, addition, it may not be owned or fed to animals. Some examples of chametz: obviously, bread, cake, flour. So, cake, flour, pasta, beer, and whiskey. Now, there's a question: we all see the egg like you know, available all over the place. Are we allowed those? Well. Chometz is only created when flour from one of the five major grains is fermented in water. When fermentation occurs with other liquids, such as fruit juice, wine or eggs, the product is not chometz. Now, the mixture commonly known as egg matzah, although nowadays it's usually made with apple or grape juice, may therefore be eaten during Pesach without concerns. As long as no water has been Added to it, so you need to double check that before you buy it, because obviously, as with each cult, you know, each group, we hold differently according to our, you know, our traditions. It's for this reason that some Ashkenazim refrain from eating egg matzah during Pesach. However, if it is absolutely necessary, like for the children or the elderly who will have difficulty eating regular matzah, then it may be consumed. They may not use egg matzah to fulfill the matzah of having eaten matzah at the Seder. Matzah ashira, which is called matzah products baked with eggs, juice, or honey instead of water, are products recommended for those of the Sephardi community but not those of Ashkenazi heritage, with the exception, obviously, once again, small children and the infirm. So it's important to understand that you know, when we looking at matzah, we do need to see which one we're using. And it's why the, um, egg matzah has always come under a big, you know, question mark. Please remember with the kidney ot, one of the things about kidney ot is you're actually allowed to own it over Pesach. It's not the same as Chametz. You don't have to sell it. But if you're Ashkenazi, you're not allowed to eat it. However, your animals can. So if you can get only, uh, Pesach, you know, the only food you can get for your animals for Pesach comes with kidney otin, then that can be allowed. Now they do suggest that we try as much as possible with dog foods and stuff, making the animal food ourselves and using then Pesach products. But there is a great list, uh, in the Pesach guide. That tells you what you can and cannot buy. Unfortunately, the um, ones that you can buy are an, um, quite uh, expensive, but they are the ones that contain no grain, and that's an important part of that. Um, hamster and rabbit food, obviously, you need to um, make your own with vegetables and stuff, just avoiding sunflowers and minis. Uh, it's a pro- problem You can add There is a probiotic available From the vets and shops Which you would add then For um, health of your animals um, I'm wondering what we're supposed to do With the bearded dragon I guess he's getting vegetables For the, for the next week um, So that should be interesting Now some general notes on cushioning. Um Obviously dirt that does not come off Or can't be reached Must be burnt Okay, Um it is important that we do that with a blowtorch. And that is often why people get, you know, somebody in to do it. But usually your shul will have a facility for cachuring just before Pesach. So just check with them. Things like, um the item which can't be put into fire, so anything wood, obviously you're not going to be used for Pesach. It cannot be cussured. Anything that's got cracks or crevices in needs to be thoroughly cleaned. So that's your kitchen counters. Any of the joints, if the joints are visible, they need to be scrubbed clean. Um, things that can be cushered, metal, natural rubber, and wood. Now, they can be cushered but not with fire, obviously, because that would melt them. So wooden vessels would be a problem, Um I must admit I have never used a wooden board over Pesach that I've Uh Metal absolutely can be done, uh, but for most of us, we've got separate stuff. But if you're just starting out and you're newly married and you haven't got this big kitchen and you can't really buy as much as you would like, if you've got like mixing bowls that are metal, you can do those, if they've got like detail to them, those need to be scrubbed really, really well. And then those details or curls need to be blowtorched and cleaned nicely. Um, you cannot kusher things like bone, horn, if you still have antique ivory, any china or porcelain, clay, ceramic, cork or earthenware, and then teflon or enamel. So that's. Including things that have got the handles, where the pot is not actually made from that. That's important. Um, China and glazed earthenware cannot be cached in the regular way, but you can take them to the kiln. Now, just so you know, um, the kiln is not going to give you a guarantee that all your stuff will come out whole. And also, if it's got patterns or details or artwork on, especially the older stuff, um, it does fade. Um, you'll find that that actually even fades in your dishwasher. So be careful with that. Isabel does the kiln. Um, you do need to phone and book. And her number is in the Pesach Guide from Pick and Pay. So this book is really, really healthy, helpful. Um, things that have been badly worn, anything that's chipped or rusty when they were painted, those obviously can't be cushioned. Um Dishwashers and microwaves that have non-metallic interior walls, microwaves with convection or browning features, and non-heat-resistant or oven-proof glass dishes cannot be cushered. Ooh, here's a new one. Air fryers, electric frying pans, woks, electric waffle makers, toasters, toaster ovens, colanders, graters, sieves, and George Foreman grills cannot be cushered. Plastics should not be kushed for Pesach. However, any item that only has a plastic handle may be cushered. And for those ladies who have the thermomix, the rubber on that is not actually plastic and can be cushered. Um the handle and because the interior of the whole thing is metal and the plastic is durable enough to withstand the heat. So you can cusher that. Um, my suggestion is if you have one. Take it in for a service before Pesach so that they can clean it. Um, I am, for myself, looking at the cost of a new bowl just for Pesach. So um, I hope that helps you with your cleaning for Pesach. The Pesach editions of the Essence Fresen Show is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot.
0: Whether you are chalishing for halas or wanting to bry or fine dine, this is Essen Fresen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food.
1: The Pesach editions of Essen Fresen is brought to you by Pick and Pay Nord Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. And now it is time for updates from around the world. Please once again remember that before you use a kosher product, check that the Heksha is acceptable to your community. So the first, there's nothing really from South Africa, just to let us know that Kosher Le Pesach um, is the milk and the cheese and butter is now available already. Um, So that's an important thing to remember another reminder is that whiskey even though we're seeing it all over is not kosher la pesach it is made with grain so sorry we'll have to stick with some delicious wines which maybe will be the focus of next week's show so the OU from the U.S. the OU Bothwell gift box has three types of cheese in it kosher and non-kosher are in the same package Two of the variety of cheeses are kosher and bear the OU. One variety is not and does not have the OU stamp on it. The outer box does not bear an OU on at all. Consumers should not assume the kosher certification of all varieties because they are contained in the same gift box. Consumers are urged to always check for a kosher symbol. This product is sold at Costco's. Then, Baltimore, from the Baltimore Jewish Life, Jason Brand Kosher for Passover, Panko Crumbs, I'm sorry, I have a problem with that, uh, with a best-by date of December the 20th, 2023, has been found to be infested and should not be used. Consumers with other expiration codes should examine the container for holes and other obvious signs of expiration uh, infestation. Sorry, I'm still struggling with a um, Passover panko crumbs because panko crumbs are made from bread. So I'm a little confused. Then from the Food Administration in America, the FDA, Scenic Food Company of Gresham, Oregon, is recalling organic frozen strawberries sold at Costco, Aldi, don't know what that is, Vital Choice Seafood, PCC Community Markets, and Frozen Organic Tropical Fruit Blend sold to Trader Joe's due to an outbreak of Hepatitis A illness. Somebody's not washing their hands. It is Simply Nature Organic Strawberries sold in California, Minnesota, Missouri, Ohio, and Wisconsin. Vital Choice Organic Strawberries sold in Washington. Kirkland Signature Organic Strawberries sold in Alaska, Idaho, Montana, Oregon, Utah, and Washington. Then Made With Organic Strawberries in Illinois, Maryland. PCC Community Markets, Washington. Trader Doe's Organic Tropical Fruit Blend, Pineapple, Banana, Strawberry, and Mango nationwide. These are all expiring in 2024, um, so please just double-check your um, expiry dates and check on their website. And then the last update is California Splendor Inc. from San Diego, California. is also the Kirkland search Signature Frozen Strawberries. It's obviously all from the same company. They have hepatitis A as well. Um, but there are a lot of recalls for us from today. Um, please check your websites for your updates and stay up to date with what you can and cannot have. The Pesach edition of the essen Fresen show is brought to you by Pick and Pay Norwood Hypermarket, the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. I'm Adrian Bugatti, and we'll talk next week.